Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unbox podcast. My name is Reese, and this is episode, what is it now, 68 of the coronavirus updates section of the podcast. And um, yes, it is time to have another look at what has been going on specifically, or well, uh, extensively in the United Kingdom it'll be a focus on again, or rather England, uh, but I will have a look at uh, things around the world as well if they are pertinent. But really the big news today on, uh, as I record this on the 4th of July, is that things are open. I've done a little bit of a, uh, a preview to it uh, as I recorded it um, on the 3rd of July and released it on the morning of the 4th. But here we are, England has reopened pubs, restaurants, hairdressers and cinemas. Two households are now allowed to meet indoors or outside, including overnight stays. Places of worship are back open for prayers and services and weddings of up to 30 guests subject to social distancing. Um, It is the single biggest step in the easing of the lockdown. It has been a lot cooped up and released all at once. Um, What we do know is that a lot of people were out in the mornings to go to pubs. I've seen it all across uh, people's feeds um, in relation to social media. Uh, Pubs getting that first pint down you. Um, I think Wotherspoons opened their doors bang on uh, 6 o'clock in most places. Obviously keen to get the early celebratory custom. a lot of measures have been put in place. Uh, we know that um, apps will be there for, for some pubs to uh, to have ordering of food on. Uh, there will be um, music kept to low volume to avoid people needing to shout, which are shouting apparently one of the, the things you need to watch out for is it increases the risk of transmission. Uh, and of course, no standing at the bars. So things are not quite as they seem. Um, Weatherspoons, so often... Uh, not the um, well. So often, not the the bastion of staff rights has said its staff will be provided with face masks and protective eyewear, and it will be running a reduced food menu. Uh, all bottles of ketchup and mayo will be replaced by individual sachets and things like that. And that's just on the pub front. Um, social distancing has been reduced. Uh, from two meters to one meter plus. However, um, many people seem to have taken this as it is just one meter, and others have seemed to have taken this as oh well, if they're cutting it, then it can't matter. Time to uh, to completely avoid it. Um, as the prime minister said, it is not uh, just one metre, or rather, as Chris Whitty said, it is still technically two metres. Um, the recommendation is that wherever possible it is two metres. It has only gone down to one metre plus uh, in relation to mitigations. You're still meant to be trying to keep to two metres. These uh, one metre plus things, it could be face masks, it could be not sitting opposite each other, it could be plastic barriers, things like that but it is not just one meter and certainly uh, certainly it is still 
in force. Um, and I think it will be worrying in a way to see uh, these tens of millions of people flooding onto the streets. We saw the pictures of the the traffic um, in the morning. Uh, we saw pictures of people in long queues outside barber shops. This is the picture of England emerging after three months of COVID lockdown. Um, ministers have been urging for caution. Chris Whitty said the latest step is not risk-free, and yet some people seem to be treating it as if it is. Um, obviously, the Chancellor welcomes the reopening of businesses, saying it's good news, people are working again. Um, and the Chancellor has said uh, that the half a million people who work in Britain's pubs and bars were helping us all to enjoy summer safely. But then there are those people, just as we saw when uh, shops reopened or some non-essential retail reopened, uh, crowding into uh, the the Nike store and the, the Primark store in London. There have been instances where people have not been following social distancing. Um, we do know that 31% of pubs, bars and restaurants are not opening yet, according to something called the Nighttime Industries Association, uh, amid fears for safety uh, and, well, warnings, really. Uh, the campaign for real ale has also said that as many as half of England's pubs might have remained shut over this weekend. Uh, the Camera National Chairman, sorry, Campaign for Real Ale National Chairman, uh, Nick Antona said the government have not really been helpful with their guidance, leaving it to the last minute in a lot of cases. And that is actually something that's been picked up on pretty much across the board. Uh, when um, when the first stage of lockdown was, uh, was announced, really, I think it was announced on something like uh, the Friday or the Saturday, and it was like, OK, back to work on the Monday. And that's... That's not really giving too much, um, too much in the way of preparation time. You can see that if, especially in a case like this where it's a a virus and a pandemic, people have to be very careful. Um, the guidance needs to be there and in place much, much sooner. Um, now, Labour leader's Keir Starmer has criticised the government's message as all over the place. And he's told the Times or Times Radio, in fact, um, you have some government messaging saying go out and have a drink. Other messaging saying responsible, be cautious. The messaging, I think, has been very poor over the last few weeks. And that is not an uncommon assertion. I think a lot of people have felt that the government uh, could have been much, much clearer. Uh, certainly people like uh, Chris Whitty seem to be um, saying slightly different things to the government uh, or the, to political spokespeople for the government and it is creating this grey area. Um, and people are, are, are wondering, well, can I test the limits of these uh, guidelines? How far do they go? Where do they, they stop? And... Uh, all this grey area is not helpful when people are just looking for someone to take the lead on this and to provide uh, a suitable framework in which people can, yes, 
get back to work, reopening the economies. It's a, a very important point, but it can't be at uh, above a certain risk level. Clearly, the medical professionals agree that the, the risk level uh, is low enough, um, but um, there are discrepancies between the, the lines we are hearing from, like I said, the Prime Minister and the Chief Medical Officer. Now, there are a couple of pictures as well of people just not being um, taking the best practice. Uh, we know that at Alton Towers and other uh, theme parks, members of the public have been told to wear face masks and they have been provided with some in some circumstances and some of them are wearing them like chin guards rather than uh, as face masks. Uh, if you're being given a mask to wear, it is it, it shouldn't be uh, worn in a position that doesn't provide the protection for other people. It's not so much that you're protecting yourselves, you're doing your duty to protect other people. Uh, my mask protects you, your mask protects me, and so on. Uh, but that's just one uh, one image, or actually a series of images that aren't particularly... Um, well, they aren't particularly showing that people are taking uh, the messaging on to the fullest extent. Now, we know hairdressers and barbers are opening up again. Um, now, some uh, opened bang on midnight. Um, some people, I believe the BBC's political correspondent, Chris Mason, uh, made a joke about his hair saying he's wondered that a wild bird might be nesting in it. Um, and some people, a hair has got out of control a little bit. Um, but now people are back um, with no chit-chat, no small talk, which some people will think of as a relief. And with PPE in place, all these protective measures, aprons, face masks, gloves, whatever, um, things are back. Other things that are back, outdoor gyms, children's playgrounds, libraries, community centres, bingo halls, cinemas, museums, galleries, fun fairs, amusement arcades, outdoor skating rinks, social clubs, and um, model villages are, oh, yes, the backbone of the British economy. Um, two households are also now able to meet indoors or outside, including for overnight stays, although they have to maintain social distancing, and campsites and hotels are allowed to reopen. Um, it is still being urged to stay two metres apart, but the one metre plus guidance is in place that I've talked about, the one metre plus as well. Um, tourism bosses in Cornwall have said that about 80,000 visitors are expected this weekend, um, which can't be good considering all of the problems the southwest region has had with their R number rising particularly high in uh, some circumstances. In, uh, in the last few weeks, the R number, I believe, was over one in the southwest, or was had a range that was the highest in the country. Um, so that can't be particularly good for that region. And in general, uh, if there are 80,000 people going down to the southwest, then where have they come from? Where are they going to go back to? Are there going to be people coming into their area who have then got the virus? It's all these things to take into consideration. Um, Professor Robert West, who is an epidemiologist from University College London, saying that the virus is still with us. We are looking at around 20,000 new infections a week and around 1,000 deaths a week, and that the rates aren't coming down very fast. 
which is why this this big moment that might be um, an important development for hospitality sectors and others has the potential to be a high-stakes gamble that might not pay off. Um, we will just have to wait and see. Now, uh, other things that were coming up was travel guidance. Uh, the Foreign and Commonwealth Office was making a big statement today uh, about updating its travel guidance. And some countries on that list of 59 uh, nations and 14 overseas territories um, on, under British... Uh, I'm not quite sure. What the, it's not authority, but uh, you get the gist. Um, those 59 countries were expected to have some sort of reciprocal arrangement, but some of them don't. Um, now, the Foreign and Commonwealth Office currently advises all British nationals uh, against all but essential international travel. Um, but in some cases, uh, the the updates have changed. So, for France, for example, from the 4th of July, France is exempt from the Commonwealth Office guidance sorry, from the Foreign and Commonwealth Office uh, um, advice against all but non-essential travel. Um, all, sorry, all non-essential travel even. Uh, this is based on the current assessment of international COVID risks. But when you look at a country like um, Spain, for example, uh, the, the up-to-date guidance is changing um it is it is very weird on some of these uh, countries there are bridges some of the countries there don't seem to be bridges and the reciprocal arrangements aren't there um it is it is very very difficult for some people to uh understand the the intricacies and things are are moving at a fast pace uh, and it is potentially um, confusing for some people, perhaps if they're going on on holiday or just working out when to get back to a, a sort of normal. It can be very weird. Now, that is all for the news updates for England. Um, although one thing that has caught my eye is Nigel Farage uh, has uh, had his pub trip raised with Kent Police by the leader of the Liberal Democrats, Sir Ed Davey has written to the police asking them to investigate whether or not the Brexit Party leader has broken quarantine rules. Now, Nigel Farage tweeted a picture of himself at lunchtime on Saturday having a pint in the pub. But exactly a fortnight ago, Nigel Farage tweeted from a trip to the United States where he was a guest at a rally for President Trump. Now, people travelling to the UK from the US are required to quarantine for a period of 14 days from the moment they arrive. If um, he didn't do that. Well, is he just showing disregard for the community guidelines? Um, it is interesting. It's uh, is it a petty political point? Um, Nigel Farage has said to all those screaming and shouting about me going to the pub, I have been back from the USA for two weeks and I have been tested. The result was negative. Sorry to disappoint you then cheers but nonetheless it is um just another thing that uh people are, are raising at this time of 
intense national scrutiny. Now, uh, there have been some other news updates on COVID around the world. Uh, Authorities in Melbourne have confined people living in nine housing estate tower blocks because of an outbreak of coronavirus. There's about 3,000 or so residents who are being told not to leave their block for any reason for at least five days after 23 new cases of infection were found on two estates in recent days. Um, Also coming from around the world, um, America, obviously, as I record today, it's 4th of July. Celebrations will be very much muted. Cities are cancelling their parades Uh, Fireworks aren't really going off. Uh, People will be having their own private parties, I guess. Uh, Worldwide, more than 11 million people have now been infected with coronavirus and more than 525,000 have died. And in the US especially, uh, it has recorded its largest single-day rise in infections on Friday with more than 57,000 infections recorded. This is worrying, worrying stuff. Dr Anthony Fauci is definitely worried. He is the top... um, infectious diseases expert at uh, or in the United States and he is worried that we are seeing spikes in Texas, Arizona, Florida, places like that in the south. These Republican states on the whole, although also Democratic California, facing a spike um, where people have been reopening just too early and at too great a speed. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. Anyway, That is all the time we have today on the Politics Unboxed podcast, so I want to thank you very much for listening. I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode of the podcast, and until then, goodbye. (music) 